After my first day of work, I went home and sat at the bar of my kitchen with a glass of red wine, going over the last few days and re-examining my feelings for Andy. Speak of the devil, my phone rang. I swiped the green accept button and coldly said, Hello. Hey, you okay? No, not really, Andy. What's going on here? You travel clear across the country at a moment's notice, which I have to admit is pretty romantic, then turn right around and leave after seeing me several hours. I can't help but feeling less than. I'm sorry. It's a work thing. I had no idea they were going to call me in today. Yeah, about that. What is it that you do? Look, I I can't talk right now. I just wanted to say goodnight, and I'll be back in a few days, and I will explain everything. Hello? You still there? Yeah, okay. Well, thanks for calling. I'm getting ready for bed, so good night. So now I was the one who was acting crazy over someone I barely knew. And I could hear voices in the background distracting her. She was trying to talk to them while talking to me on the phone. But her answers, quite honestly, made me a little bit more suspicious and a little pissed off. That's why I just hung up. Andy just sat in her task chair and looked up at Jason Walker, Amy's father. Jason had a concerned look on his face and said, Are you okay? (sighs) She hung up on me. Frank said, Women, right? Listen, Andy, just send her some flowers, like, right now. After I hung up, I was just in a daze. I couldn't understand what was going on. I feel like I should give her the benefit of the doubt. But yeah, there's something that she is not telling me. Anyway, I finished my wine. I settled in for the night and had a good night's sleep. When I awoke, I was in a much better mood, ready to start the day. I went to work and found Leslie had beat me there. I asked her to prepare the conference room for our 9.30 meeting. I said we will be reviewing the projects and going over procedures. She went right to work. The meeting started, and during it, at some point, I asked for ideas. There was silence for the longest time. Then someone spoke, throwing out an idea. It was of little effort, but they did try. Then Leslie raised her hand and spoke quietly and hesitant and suggested, why don't we sell the stuff we specify? I was floored. This huge idea just came out of that little petite person. There was a hush that fell over the room waiting for my reaction. They weren't sure whether to laugh real hard or to take it seriously. And I could see that Leslie was about to cry, fighting back the tears of embarrassment. I felt for her having been there. It's that moment where you just want to run to the bathroom stall and cry your eyes out. But I said, wow, that's a great idea. The meeting continued. It was this project, that project, updates, and just a mess of people not caring, just being lazy. It was obvious morale was bad. I dismissed the meeting, but quickly said, Leslie, could you please stay? I'd like to talk to you. You could almost hear the entire group act like a bunch of high school students going, Oh, girl, you stepped in it now. You done did it. That kind of hazing. 
Leslie took a seat, and she sat in their chair almost catatonic. I sat next to her and told her she had a great idea. She looked confused, thinking she was going to get fired again. (laughs) Really, she asked. I said, yeah. What made you think of that? She went on to explain that, well, the clients give us a budget for their projects, right? And I said, yes, ma'am. She then said, I have seen some of those numbers, and I was stunned. I sometimes thought I should be working for a dealership, not here. And I said, well, I certainly can see that. Unfortunately, we cannot sell our products that we specified because we have to remain in a neutral, unbiased position. But I do have an idea. We left the meeting, and about an hour later, Leslie sought me out and said she had to run an errand for Mr. Stanton. I thanked her for checking in with me and said, okay, but let me ask you, and I pulled her into my office, closing the door behind me, and I said, instead of checking in with me all the time, I'm going to ask that you start signing in and out with Lisa up from the front desk and document your time. Will you do that for me? And then I went on to assure her this was nothing against her. I said, this is for your benefit. Trust me. She smiled and said, yes, I can do that. Almost precisely at noon, Mr. Stanton was at my door, ready to go to lunch. He asked, are you ready to go? I said, yes, sir. I grabbed my purse and we headed towards the elevator. We took an Uber Black to Mama Leona's, an old traditional Italian restaurant in Manhattan. I couldn't help but feel an unease of the rumors of closures and departments downsizing swirling the company. It was my first week, and I was having lunch with the vice president of the New York office, a man known for his experience and influence within the company. While waiting for our food, I said, Thank you for taking the time to have lunch with me, Mr. Stanton. I really look forward to working here. But I have been hearing some unsettling rumors about office closures. He said, Please, call me Will. I understand your concerns, Roxy. It's true, the company is making some changes. We're reevaluating our structure to right size and ensure long term sustainability. I responded with, Well, I guess change is inevitable, but it's a bit daunting. I'm questioning whether or not I made a good decision. Can you tell me how the decisions to right size are being made? Yes, I think it's safe to say we're evaluating various factors, including the performance and efficiency of each department. The decision makers are looking at which areas align best with our strategic goals and what might need to be streamlined. It's all part of adapting to the evolving industry landscape. However, I won't sugarcoat it. No department is completely safe from scrutiny. We must all provide value during these challenging times. I became a bit thoughtful. I said, I appreciate your honesty, Will. I want to make a positive impact and provide value for my interiors department. Unfortunately, the group I have to work with, with the exception of one or two people, is not going to get us where we need to be. Will agreed and said, I'm glad you said that. It's honest, but I am seeing the same thing. So let me ask you, what do you think the solution is? And I said, well, sir... You may not believe this, but being perfectly honest, I hesitated for a long moment. I took a deep breath while I pretty much talked myself out of a job by answering him with, 
I would close the interiors department. <laughs>